What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. Winter edition. <laughs> it's winter now. Finally, the temperatures are below freezing at last. But that's not going to stop me from uh, being outside, be it in an urban area or a more natural area. I just need to be outside when filming. Just have that, uh, just have that need. Um, don't know why. Plus, uh, I like to be able to uh, enjoy some tobacco while uh, while recording for you folks. So, I know that uh, this month it's been a little bit difficult to get the Acolyte videos out. I apologize for that. Uh, recovering from uh, sickness, um, a sickness that lingered for like 12 days straight. That was really hard. And... Uh, been dealing with that and there's a lot of operational things that came up plus we had the new launch of Ucha if you guys haven't checked out the new version of Ucha although we are still making some changes uh, there's got to be some changes to the sword and mace uh, verbiage and then also some changes made to question four but for the most part uh, it's getting better and better as we go and pretty thankful for that Hopefully uh, the wind is not too bad. I got my wind jammer on, but for some reason it may actually fail. So I'll do my best in editing to uh, get that wind out. So I'm still trying to experiment. Um, on uh, For some reason, this microphone is not as good on this camera than my last one. Although this camera is way better, so it's, it's kind of frustrating. Uh, really frustrating that like the newer stuff the newer camera doesn't like the microphone so but anyway um, enough with the worthless uh, chit chat let's get on with the show shall we so this is an act like question and this is basically how does an ENTP and an ISTP uh, together as a couple uh, approach uh, parenting and uh, or conversely how would one go about parenting an ENTP and ISTP? Well, that question is available in the members area. CSJoseph.life forward slash members. Uh, go to uh, Journeyman, uh, become a Journeyman member, and watch the uh, Jungian Parenting uh, lecture series. We have how to parent all of the 16 types, and you guys can get educated there. But this particular question, um, basically, how would an ENTP and an ISTP together approach uh, parenting children? I find this a very fascinating question. Um, the uh, ENTP and the ISTP is one of the eight sexual compatible uh, relationships, and uh, it is known as the intrigue uh, relationship. Now, folks, the intrigue relationship, and I'm just going to give you guys like a, a very small preview um, of uh, what's going to be coming up in an, up in an upcoming course. Uh, it's going to be called Date Ready how to get yourself a date ready, basically. But I'm gonna give you a small snippet here as part of the answer to this Acolyte question um, so you guys can kind of see what that course is a little bit about. Um, but that course is gonna be delving really deep into the eight sexual compatibilities, or at least 
exposing some of the nuance and some of the meaning behind the eight sexual compatibilities and then how you yourself can prepare yourself uh, to date any of the eight sexual compatibilities and what you need to do to get ready basically before you enter uh, the dating pool and then naturally the next course will be okay now you're in the dating pool what do I do and then the course after that is going to be failure proof your relationship which we've been talking about for a very long time yes I know it's annoying that uh, we keep pushing it back however we realized it was just kind of wiser to break it up into smaller chunks and then uh, release uh, smaller courses instead of like releasing like a mega course uh, with a huge uh, price tag on it because not everybody is going to have the opportunity to benefit uh, from that so like from you know huge price points that's just kind of ridiculous so yeah we're, we're breaking it up the content gonna make it more accessible to everybody so thank you all for your patience for that but uh, within the date ready course this is just a small preview. The intrigue relationship uh, as one of the eight sexual compatibilities solves a particular problem. Uh, and really the problem that it solves is ultimately boredom. And uh, the intrigue relationship is known as one of the four fling relationships. That being said, you know, there are people who are in fling relationships who have turned this, you know, short-term relationship or STR into a long-term relationship due to like hard work and effort basically into like LTRs basically. So it is possible to turn a fling relationship into a long-term relationship but not uh, but at, at great effort basically. And being that this is the relationship that solves uh, boredom when you're having children within the context of the intrigue relationship that can definitely present some challenges and hence the acolyte member who felt the need to actually ask this question. Remember, folks, that uh, Acolyte members get the ability to ask me one question per month, and it is turned into a YouTube video as well as a podcast episode. Don't forget, I haven't forgotten about Season 14, Part 4. I'm going to be filming that very uh, soon as well as I continue to get into uh, the mix um, and whatnot. But that's something that's going to be happening as uh, time goes on. We are going to be getting the Acolyte videos out. We are going to be getting out some of the other... Uh, there's like three seasons we have planned for public release. Uh, we're going to be getting those episodes as well. As soon as I get a little bit more organized from an operations perspective with the team uh, and uh, delegate out some of my uh, personal tasks uh, to them so I can be focused on creating content. So we're working on that. Things are happening. Thank you all for your patience. So, but parenting presents a particular uh, challenge to the intrigue relationship because the intrigue relationship in of its own right actually ends up solving the, the, the problem of boredom. And when, when the relationship actually ends up solving that problem, it ends up becoming like its own worst en enemy, basically, which is why this relationship ends up as a short-term relationship, uh, one of the four. And that can be difficult. Uh, that could be difficult. And then adding children into the mix increases that difficulty factor. Um, especially because then it's like, okay, well, hold on. Who's going to be providing the extroverted thinking? Because remember, there's a, there's a lack of emotional compatibility. And this can present a series of problems. Um, for example, um, when you have children, and, so, and given that the ENTP and the ISTP in question are both extroverted feelers, when you have children present, uh, those two egos as parents are literally going to be looking oftentimes not just to each other for introverted feeling, 
uh, and the ENTP is going to have it especially difficult because FI Demon is just not going to comply no matter what. So then the ENTP is going to have a lot of pressure as a parent to provide some kind of FI because it's FI optimistic, um, introverted feeling optimistic, uh, coming from, um, you know, it's, it's shadow, basically INTJ shadow. And it, but it's a trickster, and it's not really going to be enough for the ISTP to gain validation from the relationship. It's going to be very difficult. So the ISTP is going to project that need for validation onto their children, regardless of what type um, their children are. So if their children also is a TIFE user, like for example, if you had a, um, an ESTP as a child, right? If you had an ESTP as a child, um, and I know one particular couple um, who is in the ego hacker community, they are an ENTP uh, man and an ISTP woman, and uh, she has an ESTP child. And oh my God, there is like some serious like difficulties that could come from that. But both of their egos are looking for introverted feeling from each other, and then that need is ultimately going to be projected upon the ESTP which is going to cause the ESTP some serious issues. And the ESTP may end up, you know, just from like the paradigm shift, you know, from an octogram point of view, be uh, forced to become unconscious focused just to deal with the fact that there is such a high demand for introverted feeling within the context of this relationship. Now, granted, I could say, okay, this might be one of the rare occasions where having another child would be a good thing but the thing is is that you can't guarantee that the next child is going to be an introverted feeler at least not yet Um, now it's likely i would say given the amount of fe that the next child would be an introverted uh, feeler but even i can't make that judgment especially since like growing up within my own nuclear family you had two extroverted feeling uh, user parents and then both their children were also extroverted feeling and that is a serious issue. That's also, a, um, there's another nuclear family by part of my uncle, uh, my uncle being an ENTP. I thought he was an INFJ, but I've recently realized that actually he's probably an ENTP who is ISFJ developed, um, you know, with his octogram, married to an ENFJ woman, and they both had an ESTP and an ISTP son, two STP sons. So it's just basically like a giant extroverted feeling F-fest, you know, and it's just like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to cope with that situation? Especially since the ENTPs over time, they'll be able to handle it, but they will suffer over time due to the lack of emotional validation. And that too will actually put uh, the ENTP in an unconscious focus situation. And if they're already unconscious developed, it could actually increase their malevolence, their level of malevolence, uh, you know, with their shadow pull, basically, you know, from a temple exploration perspective. If you want to learn more about the temples, we are going very deep right now on cognitive origins and the shadow and the aspiration poles right now in the season 18 content in the journeyman uh, members section. I recommend checking that out. We already have one episode out. We got four more to go. Uh, so, and by the way, for like the public releases for season 18 content, you're going to have to like wait two years to get access to this because they're only releasing one per month. So if you don't want to wait that long, you might want to go check that out. But anyway, the point is, is that there's, there's a host of, there's a host of problems here. Um, and the bottom line is, is that in this type of nuclear family context, no one is going to be happy emotionally, which is literally going to, in, in my opinion, 
and this is really an opinion. I mean, sure, the ISTP is going to have to learn to let go of their pride and be willing to listen, but that's a tall order. That's a real, real tall order uh, for an ISTP to do in the context of this relationship. Um, and uh, the communication problems, like there's only so much sexual activity that is that can actually, you know, be a salve to this situation or be a solution. Because, you know, like pedagogue relationships, also known as the companion and the intrigue relationships, these relationships heavily rely on sexual activity in order to be the glue for the relationship. And, you know, it's not going to be a long-term solution, you know, and then adding in the complexities of parenting on top of that, that too is going to be the issue. Because the ENTP is just going to have to accept that it's their responsibility to be the introverted feeler of the of the of of the family basically it's just, it they're going to realize that that's going to have to be their duty but if the ENTP is not prepared for that and if they're not already unconscious developed for that that's going to be a huge problem and not only that like their octogram will likely change to unconscious developed unconscious focused just to deal just to adapt to that situation due to neuroplasticity and that, again, is going to cause them to become malevolent. And they're going to end up feeling entitled to that malevolence. The ENTP is going to be perceived like, oh, I'm being abused here in this nuclear family. And then they will basically devolve into abusive behavior themselves, which really sucks. And then, naturally, this is going to cause damage to the children. This is very dangerous. But what's going to, what's going to be the end result of that? Well emotional affairs. The ISTP woman likely, due to hypergamy, will end up seeking emotional affairs with other people uh, in order to get that those uh, emotional, those uh, introverted feeling needs met, basically, because introverted feeling is completely absent from her own family. Now, uh, if one of her children is... Uh, you know, again, I'm just using ISTP woman as an example, but it, it doesn't matter, like regardless of gender, the the result would still be the same, um, the genders of these two types. Now, there is a chance that it could be okay if the child or if one of their children that they have is an introverted feeler, but that child will end up getting preferential treatment, the majority of the attention, specifically because they are the one source in the nuclear family providing the introverted feeling for all of the other emotional vampires of the extroverted feelers that is present, which could create envy and jealousy within their siblings. And that, too, is an absolute disaster. Um, and then that child, though, the introverted feeler, would literally be seen as the golden child, basically, of the family. And in the long run, it's just going to cause some serious, serious problems. So you already have the high risk of emotional affairs. And that's not to say that the ENTP, the relationship, could not also seek emotional affairs as well. There is a very high risk of that too. But it's um, but whichever, which, what, whichever one of these types, the ENTP or the ISTP in question, whichever one of them is the woman, that one is the one who will likely seek the emotional affair first or the quickest or is the most likely one to actually do the emotional affair, which could eventually lead to uh, you know, a worse stage as a, a sexual affair. And that would really, really suck. That would really suck. Um, just because of this familial situation. As a result, I personally do not recommend creating a nuclear family 
or raising children within the context of this relationship between an ENTP and an ISTP. I, I, I just don't. I just don't recommend it. That's not to say that an insane amount of effort and communication can go in there, but it's already pretty much set up for failure because the ISTP, um, because they're part of the mind temple and because you know they have the pride deadly sin, it's more than likely that communication is going to stop before it even begins. Uh, and even and then the ENTP is going to walk away feeling dismissed consistently. Um, which is going to lead to a higher level of malevolence uh, due to like the uh, nurtural shift in the octogram uh, of the ENTP, which means the abuse is just going to co- go up, and then it's going to lead to a downward spiral. And it's at this point, like if this couple were to come to me for coaching, I'd just be like, okay, communication is the only way you're going to get through it. I'd tell the ISTP, you actually don't know anything. You TI hero thinks you know things, but you really don't. You have to actually devote yourself to listening. And the burden of listening would be much higher on the ISTP than the ENTP. However, the burden of sympathy is going to be much higher on the ENTP as well, which is also going to be very difficult. And, you know, and then add in, you know, the Jungian parenting techniques that you have for the specific children um, that this ENTP and ISTP parent couple are responsible for, that ends up making it also pretty it makes it pretty bad it also makes it worse as well and i'm just like it's it's just not good it's just not a really good relationship now if you find yourself oh crap this is my nuclear family well and you come to me and you hire me i'm, I'm just gonna throw books at you basically and be like okay you need to read this you need to communicate this way um you need to develop some systems or procedures that you have to follow on a regular basis like, for example, um, I'm in a kindred, a kindred relationship. And a kindred relationship, I would say, is like a worse relationship uh, than an intrigue relationship to a point. Um, but, uh, but for most people, since most people don't know Jungian analytical psychology, and um, I mean, like, in the context of my kindred relationship with Railgun, we actually do have two children between us that are introverted feelers, so that's really nice. Um, and she has girlfriends who are introverted feelers. I have uh, a bunch of male friends who are introverted feelers. So we're able to cope as a result in that situation. So with this intrigue relationship between ENTP and ISTP, they need to make sure that they have friends who are their gender, who are providing FI. That's, that's a really, really big deal there. Because again, this pain is gonna translate over to the children and there's still many issues. And they still have the responsibility of like having Jungian parenting approach. But human nurture is really gonna be a huge, huge play. Nurture basically is the, you know, by nurture is gonna be the only way to really solve any problems. That's why I would recommend the book, uh, Love and Respect by Emerson Egerich. Um, I'd also recommend um, How to Keep the Guy by uh, Matthew Hussey would also be a book um, also, I would have both of them read the book Attached and also Codependent No More because Codependent No More really assists extroverted feelers uh, with being able to communicate. But, you know, Railgun and I, for example, have this thing called like um, Feedback Friday where we just, we spend, we, we, we separate time for each other and we literally write out things on a piece of paper, which is important. 
when extroverted feelers write things out because an extroverted feeler, when you write something out, it forces them into their unconscious side of their mind to use introverted feeling and the extroverted thinking necessary to actually spend the time and have the patience to write something out on paper. So it's like this FI emulation uh, procedure that they can follow. And that's what I would recommend to coaching clients in this situation. You know, oh crap, you you better like watch out, Um, write that stuff down. And literally go through it with each other line by line, almost like it's like a like a board meeting for the relationship, basically. And that's really the only coping mechanisms that I know that could preserve and if not protect the relationship. But here's the situation. Eventually, like the the relationship is not going to have any more boredom to solve. Um, you know, if they get to a point where they're super happy, and then at that point. There needs to be a reintroduction of tension into the relationship. Now, there is one advantage, though. There is one advantage to this relationship that can help provide longevity. And this comes from the book Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel. Um, because, like, in a lot of uh, relationships that are emotionally compatible, sympathy actually can destroy um, sexual desire. Now, good thing that there isn't very much sympathy in this relationship because they're both extroverted feelers and it can keep the sexual desire going and it can prolong using sexuality as a solution to keeping this couple together for the sake of the children. But again, it's still very high risk. It's very, very high risk. So, because adding parenting pressure on top of all this is extremely difficult. And if they do have an extroverted feeler as a child, like I said, that child will basically be seen and treated as the golden child and the other children will slowly grow to hate their sibling, that if I use their sibling over time. Unless of course there's multiple introverted feelers as children, then that would be okay. So in the long run, potentially a volume of children uh, to make sure that there are at least multiple FI users probably would be the healthiest thing. But again, is that really worth that effort and that investment because raising those children and getting them to the point where they're potty trained etc like by then the relationship would have potentially already broken down emotional affairs would have happened sexual affairs would have happened and it would have just already blown up in the face and then all of a sudden you have even more children's lives who are basically ruined from the breakup that is for the most part um inevitable right so anyway you guys really need to consider the consequences you know, when you're in this kind of relationship and you're having various children, you know, you really need to consider the consequences here. This is why when it comes to marriage or, you know, long-term relate committed relationships where there are children, I highly, highly recommend that people have their affection, aka golden pair, or their natural pair, aka the bronze pair, because in my opinion, those, and, and maybe even the respect pair, and you could even argue like the superego pair, also known as the refinement pair, those four relationships, you're going to have a much better chance with child rearing uh, within that context. The other relationships, not as much because there are going to be some emotional compatibility difficulties. However, it's not as bad within the companion relationship. It's not as bad, but it's just that like between an ENTP and an ISTP, some intrigue relationships are better than others, but when you have like an extroverted feeling child trying to reach out 
to an FI demon, or you have an extroverted feeling inferior trying to reach out to an introverted feeling trickster, it's just a formula for disaster. And you're going to have to watch out for that. So anyway, just, just be aware of that, folks. Like, this is, this is kind of a big deal. Um, and when you're doing some, like, family planning, like, and I'm not talking, like, birth control or condoms here. I'm talking about, like, actually planning out your family, figuring out who your mate should be, those kinds of things. You really, really need to count the cost of having children with someone who is not both sexually and emotionally compatible with you at the same time. And now the wind is starting to pick up. So anyway, folks, um, that's it for this question. So thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.